Good morning, Evangel Church. Welcome to Church Online. If you're visiting with us uh, from wherever, welcome. My name is Lucas. I'm one of the pastors here at Evangel, and so glad that you're here hanging out with us on a Sunday morning. I hope that it's beautiful wherever you're watching from. Some of you may be indoors. If you can, be out on the patio, enjoy the outdoors, get that vitamin D. Um, today, we're going to be switching gears a little bit. There's stuff going on in our world that we need to just talk about. We need to press pause on what we've been doing and we need to talk about some things. And so that's what today is going to be about. And so I'm going to open a prayer and then we're just going to get to it. So Lord, we thank you for your presence here with us. God, we recognize that we don't have all the answers, but Lord, we ask that you by your spirit would come alongside us in this journey of being human in this journey of faith, this journey of looking more and more like you each day. So God, in this moment, would you arrest our hearts? Would you do something deep inside of us? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, there are moments in this life when we are kind of stopped in our tracks and we have to just take a pause um, to evaluate and take stock of our own soul, our mind, and our spirit. And watching the events, many of you know, um, the events that led to the death of George Floyd, um, that was one of those moments for me to just, just stop. That moment broke my heart. Um, and then seeing the stories being spotlighted coming out of that moment breaks my heart. Seeing the anger and the pain that is being expressed on the streets all over the world breaks my heart. And, and I think that is a clue to something. I think that's a clue to the heart of God, the heart of Christ in this moment. And I would encourage all of us we're going to take a moment to pause today. We're going to take a moment to lean in to some uncomfortable truths about the human condition. And I want to ask you to do something for me. I want to ask you, before you apply any of these filters, we need to apply the main thing, the main filter. So some of you, you've already applied your political filter to this. Some of you have already applied kind of your experience filter to this, or, or maybe you're, you're applying your uh, filter that's kind of coming at you from the echo chambers of your social media consumption. I want to ask you to pu push pause on your filters this morning and learn what it is to see this world and this moment through the eyes of Jesus. Let, let the Holy Spirit do a work in you, a work that, that only he can do, a work that can only be accomplished when we're confronted with the depravity and the brokenness and the pain of this human experience. We need to stop. We need to listen. We need to learn to empathize when we see the pain of this world. Pain being expressed in protests, pain being expressed, yes, in violence, 
pain being expressed in brokenness. Friends, we're called to empathize because Jesus, our high priest, empathizes with this pain that we're witnessing in this moment. May we learn empathy in this moment. Not, not just to know what, it, what is wrong. Not just to know what is wrong, but to feel it. Not, not just to know that there's pain out there, but to feel it, to make the sacrificial position and the humble position to feel and try to understand the pain that people are going through. We need to be uncomfortable with the brokenness of our world. And I believe the Holy Spirit is leading us this morning to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Now, I've been asking myself, what are the steps here? Like, what, what now? What, what do we do with this? And I, I really believe that this moment requires from us a time of repentance. A time of repentance. Repentance means, um, it speaks to the changing of your mind, the, the shifting of your attitudes, the reform of your behavior. The psalmist writes in Psalm 139, 23 to 24, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Friends, the way of Jesus leaves no room for racism and prejudice. Leaves no room. There's zero margin in the way of Jesus when it comes to racism and prejudice. And we need to take stock of our lives we need to allow the Spirit to search us and to know us and to reveal the broken parts of our soul that we don't want to admit to. I believe also the second step here is we, we need to pray, friends. Uh, prayer is not a last resort. This isn't some trite thing that we say. Prayer is the first step in everything that we do. Prayer aligns our hearts with God's heart. Prayer puts us in a position of humility and dependence. When we pray for others, God begins to make room for them in our hearts. Don't ever underestimate the power of prayer, especially in a moment like this. 2 Chronicles 7.14, God himself says this to the nation of Israel when it, when it comes to prayer and repentance. He says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn, that's the repentance, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Part, part of the role of the church in this world is to reveal a glimpse of the kingdom of God. And that kingdom is a kingdom that consists of every race and tribe, nation, and tongue. 
walking in unity because of the work of Jesus. That's the kingdom of God. That's what the kingdom of God looks like. And friends, the church in many ways has failed this mandate. At Evangel Church, the church that um, I have the opportunity to pastor, our mission statement is this. We're a safe place for everyone to explore faith in Jesus, receive his love, and look more and more like him each day. But here's the deal. Where we have failed that mandate, I want to ask your forgiveness. Where, where we have been silent when injustice raises its head in this culture and in this time, we ask for forgiveness. In speaking to Israel, the prophet Micah is recorded and he says this, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God? I don't believe <laughs> that I have many answers in this season. But what I do have and what I do know is Jesus. The good shepherd, the high priest, the one who empathizes with the broken and knows the experience of the pain. It's an empathy that moved him to do something about it. Earlier this week, I, I wrote a benediction and, and we posted it on our socials, but I just want to read it over you this morning because I believe the Holy Spirit is doing something in this moment. If you'll let him, <laughs> if you'll invite him in. May we lean into this moment knowing the deep pain and joy of repentance. May the heart of Christ cause us to love our neighbor as ourselves, following the example set before us by him, who felt with perfect empathy, moving him to lay down his life as the solution. We're going to take some time today to pray. Uh, we, we've paused this series, as I said, in light of kind of just the climate and what is happening in this moment. And I believe in this day, the church needs to be a part of the voice that speaks prophetically to a generation about diversity coming together in unity. Because that's the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom of our God. And sometimes God, he speaks through, you know, his word. And sometimes he speaks through that still small voice. But still other times he speaks through moments of holy discontent. These moments when our soul and our spirit is grieved and broken and it, and it gets our attention and it says something to the church, to a generation, to a society. And this is a moment of discontentment that we just can't ignore. Let's begin with a prayer of repentance this morning. Lord, you know our hearts, and nothing is hidden from you. Even those things that sometimes are uh, hidden from ourselves. So in this moment, would you search us? Would you know us? Would you reveal to us the places of our heart where we harbor prejudice against our fellow man? Would you reveal the generational ignorance that has been passed down through the generations in our family? We ask that it be broken and removed 
from our lives and from our families. God, would you teach us what it is to see the world and to see our fellow man through your eyes. In Jesus' name. So what's next? You know, repentance and prayer almost always lead to action. They, they lead to a different way of living. They lead to a different way of thinking, different attitudes, and different behaviors. For some of you, your next step perhaps is leading you to a moment of reconciliation in relationship with someone. For, for Others, maybe it means getting involved in ways of looking at reform in whatever institution, organization, government, whatever it is. Um, it's not good enough just to pray and to wait for the kingdom. As a church and as believers, we're called to bring the kingdom. And we have an opportunity to do that. If you have kids at home, talk to them about racism. Uh, be a leader in your home. Uh, break the cycles. If there's cycles of racism and prejudice that have been passed down within your family line, break those. This is your opportunity to have candid conversations about what is right and what is wrong, about the intrinsic value of every human being, about the Black Lives Matter movement. Let that be a catalyst for these discussions. Big or small, we all have a responsibility to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. We're ending a little bit early today because we wanna give this moment just space to breathe in your heart and in your life. And so take the next few minutes. Don't just move on to the next thing. Don't just sign out of this and jump into your Netflix thing. Uh, take five minutes, take 10 minutes. If you're with your family, Take a couple minutes, talk with your kids, talk with whoever's in the room with you. And I believe God and by His Spirit wants to do a deep work in each and every one of us. He wants to do a deep work in our generation, in our society, and in the church. God bless everyone. Thank you so much for joining us.